Welcome to Interwork with Marianne Walker, certified life coach for the helpers, healers, and anyone who wants to up-level their life. Life is what you make it, and here we make life pretty great. Come on in. Well, hi there, and welcome back. So it is unseasonably warm here in Kansas today, and I am loving it. I am totally solar powered, and these warm days, they just really light me up. <laughs> so hey, I don't know if you've been over to my website or not yet, but I wanted to let you know that I'm planning to start sending out content on a more regular basis via email. So if you'd like to get on my email list, come on over and subscribe at MarianneWalker.life. I plan to email out valuable content as well as let you know about my current offerings and sales. And so if that's something you'd like to be in the loop on, uh, come on over and subscribe. So today we are going to be talking about how to achieve our goals through small, consistent action, which means we're going to be talking about one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is such a great read. And yes, I will post a link to the book in the show notes where you can get one month free on Audible, where you can go and listen. I highly recommend. I really do try to read this book once a year because it is just so good and has such great reminders in it. And he has so much content in that book, but honestly, today we're just going to be covering just the first chapter. So I might do other episodes on other chapters as I go through it again. Uh, but seriously, this first chapter has so much content, I figured that it deserved its own episode. So in this first chapter, then James Clear shares a very simple idea, and the visual of this has had a huge impact on me. He said, imagine that you have an ice cube sitting on the table in front of you. The room is cold, and you can see your breath. It is currently 25 degrees. Ever so slowly, the room begins to heat up. 26 degrees, 27, 28. The ice cube is still sitting on the table in front of you. 29 degrees, 30, 31. Still, nothing has happened. Then, 32 degrees, the ice begins to melt. A one degree shift, seemingly no different from the temperature increase before it, has unlocked a huge change. And he goes on to say, breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions, which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. This pattern shows up everywhere. Cancer spends 80% of its life undetectable and then takes over the body in months. Bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds extensive root systems underground before exploding 90 feet into the air within six weeks. Similarly, habits can often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold and unlock a new level of performance. So this metaphor of the ice cube has stuck with me since the first time I read it years ago, and I just absolutely love it. And in fact, I love it so much that, you know, even as I'm building my business, then I've kind of acquired part of this to be my theme for the year. So I know a lot of you pick out a theme for the year. Maybe it's a word or maybe it's a statement. So my statement for this year is make it melt. <laughs> and this little phrase is what I call my whoosh statement. It's a reminder to me that as I'm working to build my business, as I'm working to uh, create change in my life. That, it, that that change is going to come about through small, consistent action, through small changes by degrees. And then one day I will get my whoosh moment and that ice cube will melt. It's easy for us to think when we are in the thick of it that our little changes aren't actually making any difference, but they really are. Just because the ice cube didn't melt until it hit 32 degrees, that doesn't mean that the other degrees of change ahead of it were not critical for that whoosh moment. Every little degree of change along the way is a stepping stone towards this whoosh. And we know this, but we don't really know this, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, for example, have you ever seen someone be interviewed about their success? So maybe it's around their millions of dollars, or maybe it's around their amazing weight loss, and people are just blown away by their success, and they want to know what the secret is, right? We want to know how we can quickly have that same result. And so we may ask them, like, how did you do it? 
And then we might get a little bit bothered when they essentially say, yeah, it was through small, consistent action, <laughs> right? It was showing up to work every day. It was showing up to work out every day. It's through these little things that we're doing consistently that we're experiencing that huge whoosh. And so it sounds so easy and truly it is easy. It just takes time to accomplish. And luckily for us, like we have the same 24 hours in a day to make that happen as these other people that have had amazing success. And so if they can do it, we can do it too. So take a moment right now to think about something that you really want to create for yourself. So maybe you want to reach a certain standard of fitness, either measured by a certain number of pounds on a scale or a certain number of miles conquered by your feet, or maybe your goal is to attain a certain level of education or to improve the quality of your relationships. But whatever it is, think for just a moment about what your one degree of improvement could be. What might happen if you increased your intention through conscious action by just one degree every single day? So what if you were just a little bit more intentional about sticking to your workout plan or eating on protocol? Like it's so funny to observe my own brain as I have my own fitness goals, right? Like I'll, I'll be like, well, you know, I don't really have to do the last two minutes of cool down. I can probably call it good. And I have to remind myself, no, you committed to doing this. It's just two more minutes. You can do it. But how I try to talk myself out of sticking to my plan, even though I know that that's what's going to create the change. So also what might happen if you were just a little bit more intentional with your kisses hello or goodbye with your family members what if you just had a little bit more intention behind your hey how have you been or your hugs with older new friends how might that shift your relationships what might happen if you thought of just one little way to improve your physical mental emotional or spiritual self every day and stuck with it what might happen we live in a world of instant gratification. And with just one click, we can get a huge dopamine hit as we place that order online or we binge watch that TV show, which by the way, we don't even have to wait through commercials anymore. How cool is that? Or maybe somebody tells us about a song and we've never heard of that song or that artist before, but we're able to quickly find it on our phones and it's just all instant and at our fingertips. And it feels so good. We don't have to wait for anything, right? Like I remember even like waiting for certain albums to come out and now it's like, I can just play them online as soon as they come out. It's amazing. But sometimes because we are so used to not having to wait for things, we oftentimes get in our own way thinking that what we want, it's just going to take too long for us to get, right? So why even try? So we know it's going to take us some time to pay off our debt, for example, or to save up money to buy that car or to create that change. And since it's going to take us a while, we think, okay, well, that sounds too hard. It sounds too uncomfortable. So why should I even try? And we get so hung up on how far away, away we are from the finish line that we never actually leave the starting line. Now, I once heard a speaker, and I wish I could remember who it was, talking about uh, an interaction that they had with somebody as they were coaching them around their educational goals. And they said, well, I really want to go back to school, but I'm just so old. <laughs> and so they asked them the question. They said, okay, well, how old are you going to be in five years if you go to school? And they said, 47. And then they asked, okay, so how old are you going to be in five years if you don't go to school? And they said, 47. <laughs> so the message is the number of days between here and there are the same, but it's what you choose to do with your time that's going to make the difference. You're going to be the same age in five years from now, regardless of what you do or don't do, right? But the quality of life could be significantly different by the small changes that you put into place. So James Clear said, it doesn't matter how successful you are right now. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path towards success. You should be more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. So think about that for just a moment. What is your current trajectory? 
As you look at your life, you can see what your current thoughts and behaviors have created for you, right? Your current reality is the result of your current habits. Your current thoughts and behaviors are what has created your relationship, your waistline, your bank account. But what if you decided to just make a little change? How might that shift your current trajectory? One thing that has been helpful for me when it comes to creating change by degrees is to think about one thing I want to start doing and one thing I want to stop doing. What might happen if you decided right now to start doing something that helped you to get closer to your goal? And what if at the same time you decided to stop doing something that was preventing you from achieving your goal? For example, what if you decided to start walking one mile a day and stop having ice cream each night? How might your life change from that small decision? And what trajectory would those small changes put you on? What if you decided to stop going through the drive through for lunch each day and instead started to meal prep? What might happen if you decided to stop speaking your criticisms and instead start saying just one positive thing about the situation? How might that shift your current trajectory? James Clare also talked about the difference between goals and systems. So in short, goals are about the result that you want to achieve and systems are about the process that leads to those goals. So something that I'm working on with my teenagers right now is helping them to develop systems for success. So believe it or not, my teenagers do not always have the cleanest of bedrooms. (laughs) They are creatives like their mom. And that means the organization does not necessarily come naturally to them. It can take a little bit of work. So oftentimes then they will set a goal to clean their bedroom and they will spend hours getting the goal done, right? They're relying on their pure grit to get it done. And it might even be spread across multiple days, uh, but they really get it work hard and they work to get it done. And eventually the goal is accomplished. The room gets clean and it feels so good. But when they have just challenged themselves to get it done and they're focused purely on the goal um, and they don't actually have the systems put into place to maintain its cleanliness, then guess what's going to happen? You know, soon it's going to become a disaster again, and then they'll have to invest hours again to get it up to their current, you know, what they would really like it to look like. And what's funny is if they even just spent 10 minutes cleaning their bedroom each day, it would make such a huge difference. And never again would they have to spend hours cleaning their room because really their bedroom would be clean all the time just by investing 10 minutes a day. So now let's kind of use the example of weight loss around systems. So as I've already told you, I have a goal to lose 20 pounds this year. And you guys have no idea how terrifying it is for me to say that out loud to all of you. I mean, come on, talk about accountability. (laughs) And when I say it out loud to all of you, it is so interesting for me to notice all of the mind drama that comes up around it. You know, I'm asking myself questions like, can I actually do it? Well, how long is it going to take? And what if I don't do it? What if I don't accomplish my goal? It is just so much drama. You know, when I only have the goal in mind with no actual systems in place, and essentially I'm just relying on my pure grit to get to my goal. And I will have that goal, you know, in mind, and that's great, but I will also just have a lot of mind drama around it, but that's it. I have a goal and I have drama and that's probably not going to get me the results that I want. It might temporarily, but I don't have any systems in place to secure that goal and to maintain that goal. So this time around, then rather than having my focus be on my goal, My focus is instead going to be on the systems that I want to put in place. So I chose these systems by asking myself questions like, okay, how does somebody who is already 20 pounds lighter live life? What is their lifestyle like? What do they eat? When do they eat? How much do they eat? And then I can build my plan from there. So I now know and trust that as I put systems into place and live and think and eat as someone who is 20 pounds lighter would live and think and eat, I will eventually get to my goal. 
I don't know how long it will take me, but this time around, my goal isn't to grit my teeth and make myself miserable as I work to reach my goal as quickly as possible, but instead my goal is to put systems in place that will help me to not only achieve my goal weight, uh, but to easily be able to maintain it. So if you're curious, my current systems include starting my day with meditation and really feeling into the body that I am creating at this time. It also includes HIIT workouts and yoga. I'm also intermittent fasting. And one of the big changes that I'm making is planning out what I'm going to eat at least 24 hours in advance to ensure that I'm using my prefrontal cortex. So doing this is super helpful because it really minimizes the brain power needed for our decision-making, right? Our brain kind of has a love-hate relationship when it comes to making decisions. <laughs> but if we make a decision in the moment, we are significantly more likely to do what feels good in the moment versus what's going to actually feel good in the long run. And I make this plan ahead of time, you know, knowing that there will be times where my primitive mind is going to have a little bit of a freak out and want to eat all the things. Like this morning when I found a tray of brownies that my daughter made, <laughs> I wanted to eat all the brownies, but instead I let myself feel the desire for the brownies without eating them. I didn't try to distract myself or throw them away or tell myself how sad it was and how miserable I was that I couldn't eat them. Instead, I just let them be. And I told myself, oh, look, there's brownies. And I'm proving to myself that I can stay on my plan. I'm showing to myself and the universe that I am trustworthy and that I'll do what I say I'm going to do. Now, an interesting side note to this is I was getting some coaching done around this and it was interesting. My coach was pointing out, she said, you know, but one of the other interesting things about being on plan is that means that if you have like a birthday party coming up and you're planning to eat birthday cake at that party, you have to eat the cake because that's also remaining true to your word. It's building that evidence for your brain that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And it seems like such a funny thing. We think about it like we think we want to pat ourselves on the back for, hooray, I didn't eat the birthday cake I planned to, to eat. And that was such a good choice. But it was kind of an interesting uh, mind exercise to be like, okay, what's the purpose of this? Is it to, to eat healthy all the time? Or is it to show myself, give myself evidence that I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do? So that was kind of an interesting idea that I'm kind of, kind of chewing on, haha, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> to be like, okay, so I can plan ahead. I can still have my cake um, and and also recognize that I am actually showing myself integrity by eating the things I say I'm going to eat, even if it's a slice of cake. And maybe that could even be, you know, making sure I limit myself to the one piece of cake. It can go in either direction. But that was kind of an interesting idea uh, to explore with my coach. And, you know, and, and part of uh, working around this prefrontal cortex, you know, that's part of my morning meditation too, is knowing that, okay, I need, I can use this time to self-coach on my plan. Cause it's easy for me to stick to my plan Monday and Tuesday, for example, like for some reason, the beginning of the week, it just feels easier. Right. But the other days it's kind of harder for me to stay on protocol. I can talk to myself before the fatigue or the stress hits and coach myself on how I want to respond during those times, how I want to navigate it. So again, I don't know how long it's going to take me for me to achieve my goal, but I do know and trust that by sticking to these systems that I put into place, by standing in integrity with myself and sticking to my plan, I will be significantly more likely to not only achieve my goal, but be able to maintain my goal weight because my focus is not on the end goal, but the systems that I put into place. Systems that will easily maintain a lifestyle that is 20 pounds lighter. And this is also helpful because the brain, it really likes things to be simple. So mapping out what you're going to eat ahead of time, it takes significantly less mental energy than wondering what you're going to eat each and every time that you open the pantry. The plan is already in place. The food has been mapped out and planned for, you know, and I've just made it significantly easier for my mind and my body to stay on track. So there may be days where I don't want to eat what I've planned for. 
right? But the goal isn't for me to like what I'm eating all of the time. The goal is for me to develop a relationship of trust with my body by doing what I say I'm going to do. And this can help us to make better choices, right? So it kind of goes both ways because there are going to be days where where maybe I've prepared a, a salad for myself and I don't want salad. Instead, I want a juicy cheeseburger. <laughs> but I've already committed to eating the salad so I can make those choices there. And then I can also know that, hey, but don't forget, you know, this Friday, you're going to have birthday cake and it's going to taste so good, you know, so it can kind of help to just coach your mind through that and remind yourself that, hey, today is not forever. Yes, I'm eating salad. That's great. And then guess what? You can even plan ahead and schedule in the, okay, I really want a juicy burger. I'm going to build that into my plan for tomorrow and plan ahead for what moving that to the very next day. It seems like such a little thing, but it is a big deal when it comes to building integrity with yourself. So also around making uh, better choices for self, it's kind of like when you go grocery shopping with a list versus shopping when you're hungry and just throwing whatever sounds good into your shopping cart, right? Those two approaches are going to result in two totally different shopping carts. And those two totally different shopping carts are going to create two totally different results health-wise. So for this week, like just kind of be aware of what it is that you're creating for yourself and see if there's just one small change that you can make that will help you to achieve your goal. So maybe it's meal planning, maybe it's scrolling less and walking more, maybe it's actually budgeting your time and your money, but just pick one thing and stick with it for a month and see how it feels. And this will only help you to meet your goal, but it will also help you to develop those habits to help you to maintain that level of excellence. And when you do have your whoosh moment, please come and find me and tell me about it so we can celebrate together. I want to hear about all of the whoosh moments and I will keep you in the loop about my whoosh moments too. <laughs> so I love you guys. Here's to being one degree better this week. And hey, don't forget, if you're looking for more ways to connect with me, you can find me at MarianneWalker.life on Instagram and TikTok. Or you can also find me by searching Inner Work with Marianne Walker, the same name as this podcast on Facebook. So come and connect with me on your favorite platform. I'll see you there. Have a great one. Bye now. February is the month of love, and I want to celebrate by sharing some love with you. If you have found benefit listening to this podcast and want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, use the coupon code VALENTINE35 to get 35% off when you purchase six sessions. The discount will be taken at checkout. I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised by how much change we can create in just six weeks together. Don't remain in indecision. <laughs> Book now while slots are still available. Sessions can be booked at www.marianwalker.life. See you there.